The so-called trial of the century is back on after last week's Supreme Court ruling returning the corruption cases against ex-president Park Geun-hye and Samsung Vice Chairman Lee Jae-yong to Seoul High Court. While in Park's case, any extension of her sentence would just add to the decade she's already been ordered to spend behind bars, this could all have far more dramatic consequences for E. For further analysis, let's welcome on the line journalist Jeffrey Kane, whose extensive experience reporting on the company's culminated in his book Samsung Rising, how a South Korean giant set out to beat Apple and conquer tech. Set to be published next year. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me again. Indeed. Well, we've spoken to you before about this case and the scandals surrounding Samsung. What's your overall assessment of the latest Supreme Court ruling? Well, it is a very significant Supreme Court ruling. It's a ruling um, that essentially says that the previous court ruling was too easy on Jay Lee, the vice chairman of Samsung. It's a court ruling uh, that says that the previous appeal court that ruled on this case uh was simply using a definition of corruption that's too narrow that it went easy on him and that um he's due quite possibly to receive prison time and even more prison time than before uh for this this uh this court's misinterpretation of what of how the law should be applied in Korea. Can you assess any reason why the high court would have gone easy on him though? Uh especially in the climate at the time which was all out for uh unearthing corruption here there and everywhere. So yes, this was a, a major uh th- th- this whole political scandal. It started back in uh 2015 with the Samsung merger and then it exploded in 2016-17 with the impeachment of Park Geun-hye and with uh, the the downfall of of Jay Lee for some time. Um but what essentially happened here is that uh so there were three trials and in the first trial Jay Lee was found guilty and sentenced to 5 years in prison and that was a major trial that had huge political waves just rippling through all of Korea it was a trial that that really uh riveted people and really brought down a lot of the political and business establishment now what happened is that after this these um these political scandals died down and people weren't really paying attention as much and during that time uh Samsung appealed, Jay Lee appealed and uh so Jay Lee and three other Samsung executives uh went to the appeals court to see what would happen to see if if uh they could have their verdicts reversed. And in the end, uh the judge did reverse uh, a good deal of their previous verdicts. So so in response to this, um the uh the prosecutors appealed this this second case and now it's gone to the Supreme Court because it's it's a trial of high urgency and it's a trial of very immediate attention in Korea. Um so this is really one of the major cases I would say of the century that's going to be defining uh where Korea and where its major businesses are headed in the future. We have seen Lee Jae-yong serving as de facto head of Samsung for quite a few years now. His father's been ailing in hospital in fact for years can you elaborate on the narrative that goes even further back oh yeah certainly so samsung's chairman lee kun hee was the man who really built samsung into what it was today he uh, called all of his executives to frankfurt to to germany in 1993 and he made his famous declaration to change everything except your wife and children and since then samsung which was this rickety old third world uh, maker of cheap electronics just le- leapt forward and became just a major uh, player in the electronics industry. They 
defeated Sony, uh, went up against Apple. They, they released the Galaxy smartphones. They made really brilliant televisions. It really was one of the major success stories of business uh, in the 21st century. Uh, now, in 2014, that same chairman had a heart attack, and then he had a stroke, according to Bloomberg Businessweek. And uh, he has since been out of the public eye. He's been in a hospital suite, uh, rumored to be incapacitated. Um, nobody's seen him. Nobody's heard from him. And in in his absence, Samsung has had to put Jay Lee, his son, into the chairmanship. So uh, th- this entire scandal, all these cases, there, there's a lot of context that's that's been going on here. There's so much, um, you know, to really go through. But essentially, what's happened is that. Uh, Samsung pushed through a merger that was extremely controversial in 2015, and the goal was to raise the shareholding value for JY Lee, but at the expense of a lot of other shareholders. Uh, so a foreign shareholder, Elliott Management, challenged that, and then eventually all of this led to the downfall and, and impeachment and imprisonment of Park Gunhae and the imprisonment of Jay Lee, uh, the, the vice chairman of Samsung. Um, it, it's uh, it's essentially a giant scheme that was set up to to make sure that uh, Jay Lee became the next chairman of Samsung, and th- that's how we got to where we are today. This is how we got to the Supreme Court, you know, talking about this uh, particular case. And tell us, in your assessment, particularly based on your own book that's forthcoming, do you feel that Samsung's success and ongoing success has come at uh, an ethical cost? It has come at a huge ethical cost. So there have been all sorts of investigations over the years. Uh, there have been many Samsung executives who have been arrested for white-collar corruption. Um, there have been just so many cases. The Samsung chairman himself is a two-time convicted criminal who's been pardoned by two separate South Korean presidents and who's gone on to lead his company regardless of the crimes that he has been found guilty of. And these are serious crimes of tax evasion and bribery in a case of 1997. Uh, so, yes, a huge ethical cost. And now lately we're seeing another case pro- popping up with uh, Samsung Biologics, which is the pharmaceutical arm of the Samsung empire. So there have been eight executives in this company that have been arrested for the destruction of evidence. Now, one of those executives was uh, released. He's the CEO, and the court decided that there wasn't enough evidence to get him for the arrest. But seven out of those eight Samsung executives are under arrest, and they're preparing to face trial for um, just a, just a, a huge, widespread destruction of evidence in this company, which, which you know, to be frank, it wiped off about six billion dollars in one day in May 2017 from, um, you know, from the stock of this company. So that that's a huge problem for the Korean economy, and it's a huge problem uh, for the way business is done in in the country. But it's something that I think the government has signaled it's it's willing to rein in now. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. The political and legal climate now certainly still seems to be fairly hostile or certainly more hostile than before towards these large conglomerates. The only counter-argument there might be that companies like Samsung are needed to stand up to Japan with its trade curbs. What's your feeling on on what happens next to Vice Chairman E? So I think that what happens next is that he's going to go back to the appeals court He's going to uh, face his probably his final trial, and I think that because the court has has essentially ordered that the definition of corruption be broadened, I, I personally think, and I, I can't say this for certain because he, has, he hasn't been found guilty yet, but I do think that he will be found uh, guilty and he will be sentenced and sent back to prison. 
uh, for the crimes that it appears that he may have committed. And this is because of the, uh, the, the definition of corruption has not included these three horses that, um, you know, that were included in some earlier trials. And I think that yeah. now uh, and you the mean, South you mean, government is prepared to say that. You mean literally horses there, don't you? It's not some sort of symbolic representation. No, no. I, I, and when I say horses, I'm saying literally horses. Uh, the evidence strongly suggests that Samsung bought three horses and offered all sorts of other financial incentives uh, for an educational foundation set up by the president's crony back in uh, in 2015, 2016. And you know this is a this is a long-standing case that's been going on for a long time. But now that the Supreme Court has said that these must be considered as possible bribes, these horses are possible bribes. I think that the appeal court is is probably going to rule against Jay Lee, and I think that he will face more prison time. If that is the case, and it remains a big if, uh, we should once again reiterate he's not been found guilty. But if, what does that do to the company? Already on the day of the Supreme Court ruling last Thursday, uh, we saw Samsung Biologics stock price fall 4.89%. Samsung CNT stocks fell 4.05%. Business interest will suffer, it would seem. It's going to have a widespread ripple across not just Samsung, but a lot of the technology industry. Uh, the fact of the matter is that Jay Lee is supposed to become the next visionary for this massive corporate empire. He's supposed to set the, the direction and the vision for this company, you know, 10, 20 years in advance. And I do think uh, they are going to be in a lot of trouble if he ends up in prison. Not only that, but, um, you know, with regards to the Samsung Biologics case, there is the question of, well, you know, if he ends up in prison, what, you know, prosecutors are going to have a lot more access to him to gather evidence against him, possibly, for the Samsung Biologics case. We've already seen, when it comes to the destruction of evidence uh, case with Samsung Biologics, Samsung employees were found to be deleting computer files and deleting emails that contain the words JY and vice chairman and VIP which I think strongly suggests that they were referring to protecting uh, Vice Chairman Jay Lee from, uh, you know, some, corner, some, some kind of criminal probe. But once there's more evidence against him in the form of a ruling against him in an appeal court, uh, I think that's going to be game over. I think that if he goes to jail, it's going to be, uh, he's going to have a hard time getting out. And that's just, I think that's going to be it for him. In practical terms, though, they've had enough time to come up with contingency plans. Aren't there other executives or another restructuring uh, move they could make that would protect the company and the local economy for that matter? Yes, there has been a lot that they've done. So Samsung did announce uh, last March or April the this new vision called Semiconductor 2030, and uh, Samsung is responding to their plummeting profits. In fact, that month they posted, they, they posted their worst operating profits in 10 years, which suggests how much trouble they're in in the absence of their leader. Um, the the problem now is that with this uh, semiconductor vision, they're essentially saying that we're going to go back to our former glory. We're going to go back to the things that we've been doing already, to the to the hardware, to the semiconductors that we've been making for the past 20 years, but expanding into a new type of semiconductor to try to drive growth. Now, this is uh, I personally I interpret this as a pretty desperate move by Samsung. Um, because Samsung Biologics, as we said, is in trouble, and it's, I, I think it's becoming more clear that pharmaceuticals are not going to drive growth in the future. Um, we've seen the, the Galaxy Fold, which is another major product line, 
um, has simply uh, just fallen flat, and we don't really know how that's going to turn out because there were reports of faulty displays that led to delays in that release. Um, so really, you know, and Samsung has actually, uh, you know, said this after the court ruling. They did say, you know, please bear with us. Please, essentially, please bear with the, the hard times we're having. These are hard economic times, and, uh, you know, we're trying to find new growth engines. So I, I think Samsung realizes that this company is in trouble and that they do need a leader around, and they're not really sure where to go next. Jeffrey Kane, journalist, author of the forthcoming book, Samsung Rising. We'll have to catch up with you again upon its publication, and perhaps again in the meantime, depending on what happens with this court case. It's good to have you with us on the line. Thank you, Alex.